Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Nick and Manny's Infinite Podcast. We're back after our little short two-week break, like we usually do. We usually do like two or three weeks in between shows because we need things to build up so we can talk about them. But uh, Nick's here. Hi, Nick. I'm here. I am somehow intact. I know I sound great. I sound the healthiest I've ever sounded before. What's up, everybody? Yes, Nick definitely has not contracted anything. Mm-hmm. He's not bedridden or anything like that it's he didn't come back from a place where multiple people got it it's Mm -hmm. definitely none of that um see what happened was he actually had taco bell the night before Mm, and actually gave him food poisoning so since then he's been sort of hurling all day so his voice is really hoarse from having to go through that all night long so it's it's you know we understand it we know that taco bell is not the best place to get food Uh, i'm glad that he knows that now after he's gone through this. So I hope that you learn from this. Yeah. And you know, that was everybody at WangerCon. Most of the people at WangerCon, I should say, made that same mistake. They got, they got Taco Bell and they've all been sick a week from the Taco Bell. We're, we're all on mm. this together. Wildcats, get your head in the game. We are oh starting off early. Listen, mm-hmm. you, you we? said we're all in this together. <laughs> we? Listen, you started we? off with, we're all in this together. You expect me not to make reference to High School Musical? I do, actually, yes. There's a time and no. a place. With me is not the time nor the place. Nah, it's always the time and the place. Mm, okay. J-Rod, I'm looking at the chat. I see you. He's looking at the chat. He's got eyes, J-Rod. I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're Always back. Watching. Nick did go to WingerCon, so did, we'll get yeah. a little bit of it here. Um, we're also going to do a separate gonna... episode where I have people from WingerCon on and we talk about it in depth. The spoiler talk about WingerCon, if you will. That'll yeah, be its own episode probably next it. week sometime. Yeah, Manny won't, ha- won't have as much to contribute, so we'll just have people who actually went together at that point. Yes, that is exactly what's going to happen. But for now, you know, some stuff happened. Um, mm-hmm. I actually don't know what happened other than I saw Jurassic World, which I'll get into. No, I don't really have any thoughts about it. But uh, we've done no, we did no planning whatsoever for this particular episode. We really didn't. This is just us going to be talking for a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I do want to start with oh, because boy. it's something that's plagued us for the last couple of weeks, and by last couple of weeks, I mean exactly a week, okay. and that's a uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. Fall Guys. Fall Guys has gone free to play, and needless to say, a lot of people are playing it now. See, I was one of the people, me and Steph and friend of the show Gabe Sensei, as I call him, uh, and there were some others. Edith was there as well, Amy, which was on our Taylor Swift episode. She also played with us. We were playing Fall Guys from the start. In fact, we played the beta, and then we all bought it, and we played it. And uh, so now that it's free to play... We all have a reason to get back into it, and it's just been delightful to jump back in and have fun with friends. You're like a Fall Guys hipster, is what you're saying. You said we were literally there. I am a Fall Guys hipster. (laughs) Exactly the same way where it's like, yeah, I played Overwatch 2 in the alpha. I didn't get Mm -hmm. access to the stupid beta. I'm mad about that, but needless to say, it'll happen. Uh, But Mm -hmm. yes... Fall Guys was one of those things where I remember seeing the E3 trailer like the year before and saying like, yeah, that could be actually really fun. And I played it and it was fun. I've also played it now because it's on Xbox and it's fun. You're right. 
it's uh, fun to it's actually really fun to play by yourself which i was surprised about i could i don't know if i'd heard it was like pretty much only fun as a squad game but i figure i kind of figured it would only be fun as a squad game but it's also very fun to play it by yourself i still haven't won a full game yet so that's given me the uh the motivation to keep playing games by myself as well well that's good and it is one of those games that you can play by yourself i played a lot of hours mm-hmm. by myself before like i've played a lot of it with friends and without but i think the whole thing of like oh it's better to play with friends is if you all have hot mics and you guys are all just panicking together mm-hmm. that's fun to experience but you can play it by yourself and have a lot of fun just being competitive yeah and right now they got that Halo stuff, uh, the Halo tie-in in there. I'm trying they to get do. all the Master Chief points or whatever they're called to unlock the the little helmet thing. That's what I'm trying to do. Yep, I have not played anything today, so I don't know what the challenges are or anything like that. But I think I should be able to do it pretty fine. It has I did a special the last mode. One really easy. It does. It has like Spartan Showdown. I think is what it's called. I think I think you're right. Yeah, I did one game of that, and I didn't even understand the objective of it, but. I got some points from it, so hey, that's something. That is very good. Yeah, I'll look into it pro- most likely after chat. Okay. Uh, after chat, I mean after, after chat. Our chat. Yeah, after our chat. Bobby says that he's been playing for like three hours today. We got a lot of people to download this game, and by we, yeah. I mean me, because I have been streaming every day this week, and I think mm-hmm. I have touched Fall Guys at least once each stream. No, I didn't touch it Tuesday. That one I did Lego. Monday I did fan. Lego. Saturday I did Fall Guys. I think no. Tuesday, last Tuesday we did Fall Guys. Then I played Fall Guys again yesterday, and then I played Fall Guys some more. So I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys, but uh, needless to say, it's fun, and I'm glad that we are looking to have like a lot of people playing because we can do custom games, and yeah, a lot of people can join those. So I'm excited to see if we actually do follow through on all that. I am also excited for that. I'm curious what the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The shelf life of this game is going to be now that it's free to play. Because I feel like... It'll be a couple months. <laughs> yeah, I think, it actually, I think it might be a little bit more than that. But I feel like it was really popular for, again, a couple months when it first dropped on PlayStation. Then they took a long time to announce that it was coming. At first, I think they said it was coming to Switch. They didn't say Xbox for a long time. And that kept getting delayed. I think it was supposed to come out, like, maybe even this time last year. It's been a while that it got delayed. And then it finally came out. Uh, I guess last week, but yeah, if I thought maybe that the popularity had peaked and that it had passed and that no one was going to care when it finally came out, but making it free to play was definitely the way to go. I probably would have paid for it either way, but the fact that they made it free to play just obviously that made everybody go get it immediately. So we'll see how it endures, but at least for now, it's very fun. It is very fun. That's one of those things of, I always thought the game was fun, but there was just something about it that I didn't come back to for some reason but it was always fun i checked in every now and then but i didn't stay with it long but this is fun and now that it's free it means that more of my friends will be able to play and more of them will be able to join and probably have longer shelf life yeah steph says that she thinks it'll have a good shelf life it'll probably be like a really fun easy game to go for game nights a thousand percent i definitely see that happening yeah, I think if anything, like eventually if it starts declining, they'll cut like a round out to like the first round out. They'll make the the size of the lobbies a little bit smaller to try and keep those lobbies full if it starts to decline in popularity. But I think it'll endure for quite a while. That's my hope, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. But other than that, while you were gone, I started playing another game and this sent me down an entire rabbit hole. 
of stuff. Oh boy. So, remember a long time ago, and by a long time ago, I mean a couple years ago, when the Lego movie came out? That was eight years ago, but sure, yeah. Yes, almost a decade ago, right? And then you had the <laughs> Lego Batman years, yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That was five years ago. Yeah, the Lego Batman movie, yep. But then there was one movie that came out between that one and the Lego movie 2, which was the Lego Ninjago movie. So I'm very yes, curious. Yes. Do you know anything? A single thing? Can you name one person from Lego Ninjago? Either the like movie a character or the series or, a cast or either one. I want to... Let's see. I want to say Andy Samberg was in that cast. You're so wrong. Okay. Yeah, no, I know nothing about Ninjago. I've, I saw that you were playing the game last week, though. Yeah. So uh, the movie's cast is Kumail Nanjiani, uh, okay. Michael Pena, uh, Greg from Superbad. Greg from Superbad? Soccer Greg. Oh, Chill Dave out. Franco? Dave Franco. Olivia Munn. Yeah, just say Dave Franco. Jackie Chan. I forgot Dave Franco's name. I'm not kidding you. Oh, okay. Uh, Jackie Chan, and then one of the guys from Silicon Valley, and Justin mm. Theroux. That's the main cast of the Lego Ninjago movie. Anyways, okay. based on a property that Lego came out with called Ninjago, you know, they have Bionicle or Lego City or any of these other things. So Ninjago was uh, these group of ninjas that are able to use the power called Spinjitsu, and they would just spin around and it would create tornadoes of elements. Anyway. Movie comes out, it's not very well reviewed, right? It, it It's fine. It's reviewed fine, but everyone's like, yeah, this is the least of them. So I never saw it, which is weird because I love Ninjago. So I decided, yeah, I'll, I'll play the game. I got it for free a couple years ago. So I started playing the game. And for some reason, that awakened something in me to where I have gone down a rabbit hole of Ninjago stuff. Because... How many seasons do you think uh, the Ninjago show has gone for? I'm going to say two or three. Thirteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, sure. I think, their most profitable, like, Lego-created property. Um, it has endured, I think it's over a decade at this point. Let's see, when did Lego Ninjago come out? Anyways, it's been a long time. Since the show came out. Um, so for some reason. Playing that game. Which a lot of people don't like. It's not that they don't like it. But they're just like. Yeah it's an okay game. It's a lesser of them. For some reason that awakened something in me. To where I went through eBay. And I typed in Lego Ninjago. Just to see what showed up. And I started looking at old like sets. And things that I had as a kid. And it just filled me with a lot of childlike glee. And I was just like. Oh my god I had that one. I had that one, and that one, and that one. And eventually I did look through my Lego bin to see if I had any. And I had one character uh, there, but it was just a fun little adventure down memory lane. I've done that with Ninjago a couple times, and then I've also done it with Bakugan. Now, do you know what Bakugan is? I've heard of it. That's all I know. All right, so Bakugan was, I believe it was an anime, um, but it was the show where you had these characters that had their own, like, creatures that they could send out into battle. Hey, sounds kind of familiar, kind of like Pokemon. Anyways, uh, they were these little balls that you would throw out into the field, and they would create these monsters. So one was, like, a dragon. One was sort of, like, a water-type creature. Anyways, had a lot of those as a kid as well. I never was, like, 
Beyblade or Pokemon, but Bakugan always got me because they had like these metal cards that you'd throw them onto and then they'd eject out and it was really fun. But a time when simple times when times were simpler, that's what I mean to say. <laughs> so I just wanted yeah. to share stuff that, that made me happy the last week of exploring childhood memories. Oh, there's another thing that we'll talk about because we both played it, but that also like brought a lot of childhood memories back to me. Oh, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what he's talking about here. We'll have to see what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ninjago started in 2011, ended in 2019. Uh, okay. It says ended in 2019. I think they rebranded it in 2019. They re anyway. they restarted. I think on Netflix or something like that. Something like that. But it did end, and then it came back. I think like last yes. year they had season 13. It says there are 15 seasons. With 192 oh, okay, then there you total go. episodes. 15. So, yeah. I I don't think I had ever heard of it when that movie came out. And I was like, when the movie came out, I was like, it might do okay, because it's a Lego movie. But I thought the property being what it was, because I had never heard of it, so I assumed no one had. I thought that would hold it back, and it didn't do that great financially. I feel like no. that's a bad sign. If I haven't even heard of the property, then that I feel like it's... I should at least have heard of something, so it's not going to be insanely popular if it's if I haven't heard of it. That's my that's my thinking, and the box office reflects. That's that. your thinking, but you're wrong. Well, in this okay, case, the box the, office here's reflected the thing. that it's it's a niche inside a niche. So yeah. Lego is already a niche, okay? But yeah, but Lego is like almost ninja. universal. Everybody at least knows Lego, and they put they, sure, but they, they, they pump that but first movie could've... full of stars as well. Yes, but if you but if you give someone like, oh, do you know what this is? And you show them Lego Legends of Chima, they won't know what it is. If you show them Lego City, they're more likely to know what it is because they're like, oh, that's just like a regular Lego set. But most people, when they think of Lego, they think of just like plain characters or they think about the most recent like Lego Star Wars or Lego Batman yeah. or Lego Marvel sets that have come out. Because Ninjago is a property that Lego created itself that already makes it more niche than something else. And I did go to yeah. Target recently to see like what was in that Lego aisle and Ninjago was still there. Like they're still pumping okay. out sets for them. I think like Lego Con also happened, which I watched, but of I'll, course i'll talk about that a little bit i i, I came in and out of it um mm -hmm. there was only really one or two things from lego con that looked interesting but one of them i'm very not upset about but perturbed about the way that they went about it but mm -hmm. that's the main thing with injago is that if you know like the lego properties and stuff then you're excited for ninjago because it was on cartoon network every saturday morning so kids were excited for it so i was like oh yeah this will probably do well then it didn't yeah, but it's a niche inside a niche. So I think the whole thing of, oh, if I haven't heard of it, then it's probably not popular is wrong because sales wise, Ninjago is their best selling like property that they created. Yeah, but you saying niche within a niche also proves my point, because what I was what I meant was like people know Lego broadly. People know what Lego is, if nothing else. People know what the big Lego tie-ins are. They know Batman. They know Star Wars. They know Marvel. They know anything else that all that big stuff that Lego is tied into. So when Lego Batman came out, there was still a built in audience for that, especially after the first Lego movie. But Ninjago, you have to know you have to really know Lego to know what that is, I think. So that's probably what hurt it in the long run. You have to. You can't just know. know. You can't for, just for know what Lego is. You have to be a fan of Lego to know what it is. Or they were probably banking on people just expecting a Lego movie to be good because the previous two Lego movies had been good. 
That was what they were banking. I, I think it's the, I think it's the second one. Of, yeah. They were just expecting a Lego movie to do good because it's a Lego movie. But I don't know. It's just, whenever I hear someone say like, "Oh, well, if I haven't heard of it, then it must not be popular." But you know, it that kind of stuff always bothers me personally. Well, I was right in this case. Okay, that's all I meant. I mean, yes and no. It was a very popular show. It's like, I don't know. I just don't agree with that personally. But whatever. Onwards and forwards we go. Now, I talked about another thing that brought me a lot of childhood joy. And he said he didn't know what it was. And I'm very surprised because I had been talking about this leading up to it kind of regularly. Um, what I'm talking about is the recent video game that came out. Um... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Okay. It was kind of obvious that this is what I was going to talk about. Because for those of you that are unaware, I love Ninja Turtles. I have seen at least a bit of every TV show that has come out. Um, Yeah, because I saw some of the original one. 2003 is, in my opinion, the GOAT series. Then you had the 2012 series on Nickelodeon. Then they had rise of the tmnt which was like their more cartoony bombastic anime style ninja turtle show so needless to say i've seen enough ninja turtles in my life and of course the movies i've seen every movie yeah tmnt the two bay films and then the three animatronic films did they follow up rise of the tmnt with shadow of the tmnt no There has not been a TMNT show since Rise of the TMNT. Mm-hmm. It got canceled after two seasons. Now, what about TMNT that... 2013? Was that a good reboot for the series? 2012, you mean? It's I'm making it, looks... I'm making a Tomb Raider joke here, dude. Okay, just let me mm. let me get my jokes off. Did I see? Did you original series in 2003? Do you mean if that's what I started with? Because the answer is yes. See, because I would always go to my cousin, quote unquote, uh, Tristan's house, and he had a GameCube and I think a PS2. So they had a TMNT game there, and every time that you'd start it up, it would start off with the theme song. It'd be like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles count them out. Right? And so it played the theme song from 2003. But it was great. Um, so I grew up with that show. In fact, I still have a Michelangelo. Um, did I say the original? No, 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 no. The original was in the 1980s. I know that. Uh, 1984, I want to say, was when it started. But don't count me. But don't quote me on that. Um, so needless to say, I've seen a lot of Ninja Turtles. I've read comics as well. Um, so something that I really enjoy. So in this, Jay, there is a Ninja Turtles animated movie coming out, I believe next year, produced by Seth Rogen. Um, they have some concept art images up for it. Shredder's Revenge. It's really good. It's a, uh, like arcade brawler, like Streets of Rage or like the old, Turtles in Time game where you can play as Leo, Mikey, Donnie, Wrath, Splinter, April, and Casey Jones. And you go through about 16 levels and it's just, it's really enjoyable, guys. <laughs> it's one of the, you don't have to think a whole lot. You just enjoy yourself watching it or playing it. I like all the combo moves. It's very pretty. It looks really good. The music absolutely slaps. I like emoting to get your power-ups back. I would see Nick just dancing over there as Mikey trying to get his power-up back when everyone's using their abilities and it's just a whole screen of clutter. It's so good. It is just so fun and enjoyable. In general, I think it took us like three hours to complete it. 
but it was so fun. It was so good. And it filled my little turtle heart with warmth. Now, there has not been a Ninja Turtles game in a while. But I keep saying that if they want to do a Ninja Turtles game, that they should hire Sucker Punch, who did Ghost of Tsushima, uh, and the Infamous series. They should hire them to do it. Because I think the action of Ghost of Tsushima and the storytelling there, but also the sort of youth and lively energy of the infamous games i think that's a perfect matchup for ninja turtles so hire me to create games because i think that would sell like gangbusters the last time we got ninja turtles in video games was i believe as dlc characters in injustice 2 i think that's the last time and that's fun because i also play injustice 2 so i've played as the ninja turtles and it's very fun I'll also mention here, since we're talking about Turtles, I watched the Ninja Turtles documentary that's on Paramount+. Plus. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was very good. It was very insightful. They talk a lot about the comic, which I appreciate because it's one of those things of when people think of Ninja Turtles, they most likely think about the shows or the movie. But it is important to recognize that Ninja Turtles started off as sort of a satire of a lot of the Frank Miller stuff that was out at the time um, and Daredevil. So there's a lot of those influences there, and it is darker than the 80s show, which a lot of people think of when they think Ninja Turtles, but it's a little bit more serious than that, which is why, in my opinion, 2003 is the GOAT, because it leans a little bit more towards the comics. But 2012 is also very good. That would probably be, you know, they're tied for one and two, in my opinion, because of how good they are and the storytelling. No, a lot of people didn't like 2012 because the animation style, they thought it was very off-putting, but honestly, it got, it got, I got pretty used to it pretty quick, so it's very fun. Is it my turn now? Yes, you can talk. I know nothing about Ninja Turtles. This game was my first experience with any Ninja Turtle media ever, I think, and it was a fun distraction for two and a half hours, and then I legit already forgot that we played it until you brought it back up. It mm. it totally slipped my mind, like escaped my mind as soon as we were done with it. That was good, mindless fun, and then it left my brain. That's my review of the of that game. It was fun. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> you need little you need little short distraction games sometimes, like little transition games to, it get, was to a, get you from game to game. A thousand percent. It was a perfect one of those. Just like it dropped right at the best moment. It was on Game Pass. Played it up day one. I started playing it at work, too, because I loaded it up on my phone because I've been testing out cloud streaming to my phone. So I I was playing it at work. I brought a controller and everything, and that was also very fun to do. Mm-hmm. Harley asked if I ever played a side scroll or beat em up. I feel like I have, like, at arcades, if nothing else, but nothing too extensive. Um, I might have played a, f- a few minutes of... There's a beat-em-up game on, I think, the NES Switch Online app, and I don't remember which one it was, but I maybe played it for a few minutes, and that was it. So, mm. not experience with beat-em-ups, not experience with Ninja Turtles at all, but it was fun. It was, a good, I guess, a good first impression for both. I don't think I'm going to get into Ninja Turtles from it or anything, but again, a fun distraction is what I would say. If I had paid the... What was the, what was the retail for this? Like, 20, 20 bucks? 20? Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. I, if I paid 24, I would have been like, okay, whatever. Like, I got fun out of it, but... Again, not a memorable experience really for me. It was just kind of junk food gaming, I would say. Uh, so I was glad it was on Game Pass because I don't know if I would have. Well, if I would have had to pay for it, I never would have played it. I would say that. Disgusting the way he talks about this game. Okay. 
her mom brings up Turtles Forever. If if I'm remembering correct, Turtles Forever was a special in like with the 2003 Turtles where they brought in 2003 Turtles, the 80s Turtles, uh the comic book turtles and they were all like interacting with each other and i believe that sets up like the turtle multiverse which is essentially just saying like hey there's just different versions of ninja turtles get over it and that was that so that's very cool as well i do like because they did turtles forever and then they did another one later with the 2012 series where they did essentially the same thing but a lot of people like that one better for different reasons so, this might have been a lot of people's first inclination that I like Ninja Turtles a lot, but... I think you've mentioned it on the show before, but I had forgot... I think I, I have. I knew you liked it. I didn't know how much of a fan you were until we started playing through that game. Yeah, because I was just like, hey, Nick, you know who this is? This is Rat King. And I'm like, sure, of course. Everybody knows Rat King. When we got to the dinosaur, they're like, now, do you know who these people are? And you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, nope, these are neutrinos. <laughs> It's just one of those franchises that I like. It, it's silly. It's fun. It, it just brings me back to childhood, mm. which is good, in my opinion. I don't care. I like it. I'm not judging you for it. I know. You don't, gotta, you don't have to get defensive or anything. I just like to set it out there. But I know some people don't <laughs> like it, and that's perfectly fine. Check the, di- check the Discord So real don't quick. bother me. No, boy. Just check Let's plug your projects. This. It's nothing. It's noth- Nothing bad. It's just a good, Man, good funny post. I like turtles. That is very true. I do like turtles. <laughs> I definitely knew you were a fan of TMNT before. Yeah, see? It's something that I've talked about before. Now, guys, let's talk about Transformers. Y'all ever see Transformers Fall of Cybertron, the video game that came out on the Xbox 360? You know, Activision should really remake that. Or we could go with Transformers the Animated Series, which was the one on uh, Cartoon Network with the little girl. We could also go to Transformers Prime, which was on The Hub. It was like their CG animated show. That was the first one that I really watched. I had seen Transformers the Animated Series a little bit. But Transformers Prime, now that was great television. Sure, yeah. Hmm. Nick saying send help. (laughs) No. Interesting. Uh, um, no, no. All right, Nick, what do you have to add to this conversation or any conversations now that I've gotten pretty much all my games out of the way? Um, is that it? I can talk about Is that all that I've played. Uh, we can talk about a game together and I can talk about a game that I finished. Um, let me, let me talk about the game that I've finished and then we'll talk about the game that we both played a little bit. Uh, so yesterday or the day before I finally finished Gears of War four. And uh, mm-hmm. it's okay. I kind of yeah. I kind of hate the writing. It feels very. I kept comparing it to Joss Whedon because really it just feels like that kind of constant quippy stuff. I don't really I really don't care for how that game's written to be honest with you. They've got some good stuff in there, but I don't really like any of the new characters. None of them really have any personality other than quipping. Uh, when Marcus Phoenix is there, he's good. Uh, I I like how he was integrated back into it, and I ultimately like how they bring other old characters back, but. It's sort of too little, too late, and that the the game just uh, it, ugh, ends. Me. It ends really abruptly, like really abruptly. It really does. Yeah, I didn't even like. I saw, <coughs> excuse me. I saw we were in Act Five, powerful. and I'm like, okay, we'll probably have with with the way this is going, we'll probably have like six chapters in Act Five, and it ended after like Act Five, Chapter Three or Four, and I'm like, oh, I guess that was yeah. it. You get in a big mech suit, and that's it. 
it yeah yeah that is all of act five yeah it's yeah i mean it's it's fine to play through the gameplay still enjoyable it feels like a lazy way to basically just bring the locust back again even though it's not technically the locust um yeah the swarm yeah i saw like i started reading reviews of it from from when it came out in 2016 and it was very favorable comparisons to force awakens but i really don't feel that here like if we're comparing those two directly, Force Awakens, I like those new characters in that movie. I don't, ca- I don't care at all about any of the new characters in this game. Kate is the only one I kind of cared about, but JD is such a nothing protagonist, and his friend, I think Dell, he's the one who gets all the quips, and that's his entire identity. He just quips the entire time. It's a lot of, so we're just going to ignore the big monster out there kind of stuff, and yeah, just annoying to me. It, I, I feel like, I hate sounding like that guy, but it really doesn't feel like Gears most of the time. The gameplay's still there, but nothing else, none of the rest of the identity's really there for me. So, all in all, the game's just okay. I'm gonna play through 5, I downloaded it last night, so maybe probably this weekend sometime I'll start getting into that. But, yeah, four's okay. I liked what I played in the multiplayer, uh, but I haven't got, gotten back to it since the first time I played multiplayer. But, yeah, I would say definitely my least favorite so far. Understandable. I don't know if didn't I'm not like huge. I'm not huge on four. Yeah, it, it's one that I enjoy playing, but yeah, I, I agree with most of those points. Yeah, again, the gameplay and obviously the multiplayer as a result, that's fun, and that's probably if I ever go back to the game, that's probably going to be what I go back for. I don't have any desire to go back through that campaign again anytime soon because it's just horribly paced. But yeah, all in all, my least favorite so far, but it's enjoyable enough at least from a gameplay standpoint. Uh, the other game that now I've... would you hold on? Would you rather play Gears Four or Halo Five again? Um, I would probably say Halo Five just because I played through it so many times at this point, trying to like it. Like, I would say overall, I like Gears Four more, but I might find Halo Five more replayable. It's also shorter. I mean, both those games are really short. It, it is. Both it those is games are really short, but shorter. Halo Five I can get through in like four hours. Yeah, it is short. You can get through it in under four hours. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, what game would will I actually play again sooner? It's going to be Halo 5, either way, whether I was doing this video series or not. But yeah, I mean, Gears 4 is better, but I would play Halo 5 again sooner, I guess is what I would say. Understandable. Yeah, it just felt, felt like a lot of the passion was gone, the heart was gone. Obviously, it wasn't epic anymore. They brought in, what's that studio that they created for it? The Coalition? The Coalition. Yeah, they did, they 343'd it with Gears is basically what they did. But I don't know, mm. I feel like 343 brought enough people over that had worked on Halo before or that had been with Microsoft while the, the Bungie games were coming out that it still felt like there was some passion for Halo in it. I don't know how many people came over from the old Gears games, but it doesn't feel like that same level of heart is there. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's still the same lead producer is it? who produced all of the others. It, it's still Rod Ferguson. Interesting. Yeah, it's just, uh, at least in Halo 4, I still felt passion for 343, and I felt some of it in Infinite as well. Um, but yeah, Gears 4, I did, just didn't feel that much of that. It's got moments, but all in all, it just doesn't fully come together. I didn't really care for the direction of it, and I don't know how I'm going to feel about 5 from a story standpoint. I'm sure it plays really well. I've heard, I've heard better things about 5 than 4 overall, so... I'm looking forward to it. I might, excuse me, after I, after I finish five, I might get back to judgment just to say that I beat all of them, but yeah. Or you go into Gears Tactics. I could. Gears Tactics. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the last game I was going to mention, you and I have been 
we both played this a lot for a couple days, and I don't know if you've been playing it again. No Man's Sky. Mm. Okay, yeah. I uh, I think after we finished beating Ninja Turtles, we you and I went to play that. We did like started separate playthroughs and stuff. Then the next day, we played it a lot, and then I played it again for a few days after that. Then I had to go to Vegas. But I've also been playing it since I got back, and I'm kind of digging No Man's Sky. It feels significantly different than what it was even a year and a half ago when I uh, first tried it. I played it for like an hour or so uh, because I just wanted to play an optimized game for my new Series X at the time. And I had fun with it, and I don't know how much they've added since then. I think they've done their final big update since then. Uh, but it feel it feels different than it felt even then. But I just kind of love the gameplay loop of No Man's Sky. It's not it's nothing too groundbreaking really, but it's it's really enjoyable and very relaxing and calming is is also what I would say too. Just exploring, building, the music is really soothing. It's just a very pleasant experience, I would say. I don't know how you got along with it. I enjoy it. It's one of those things of just because I've been cycling through a lot of games because I have ADD, I don't actually, but my brain needs to do different experiences all the time that I played up until I think like a little bit after I got my hyperdrive okay. um, or warp drive, one of those. I played a little bit after that and then I haven't gone back to it. But even from the last time that I played it, I like this I like yes. this more as well. Yeah. And I and I played it I don't know how many years ago, but I played it a couple years ago with some friends. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of lost on what exactly I'm supposed to be doing and everything. So I don't know if I was just paying more attention this time, but I liked it more this time that I played it. And it is one that I would probably end up playing some more of later down the line. Yeah, I'd be interested I'd be interested we don't have to stream it necessarily but to do multiplayer of that at some point just to see what we could do with it i would be totally down for i don't know I've, i'm personally not much of a creative person when it comes to my games i'm not someone who spends time building stuff so building a base and stuff like that is not particularly appealing to me i don't like spending much time uh mining everything so it looks just right and building all the stuff i kind of build what the game tells me to build and then i just go do other stuff i think a lot of people probably get a lot of time out of the creative aspects of the game and that's something that won't really appeal as much to me. But again, that's just more value, I think, in the game overall. As long as it doesn't force you to keep doing that stuff, then I'm going to be happy with it. I literally went from planet to planet finding the right place to put my base. Yeah, I still only have the I, one base I put on it the down first in, planet I found. Yeah, because I put it down there and I was like, I hate this planet. I don't want to put it here. So I went to like a couple other planets and then I found one that I really liked. And I found like a specific area that I liked as well. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I got out my tool. I flattened the land. I made sure that there was enough like space for it. I got enough materials. I built out the floors. I built out the walls. I put in a portal there. Like I was, I had like the whole basic setup of, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're mm -hmm. going to start here. We're going to do there. I made sure to put in a door here. So that is something that I do enjoy doing. And I think the main reason why I started playing No Man's Sky was because of Starfield. I'm like, all right, I need to I need to sort of prepare myself for it. Not that it's going to be overly similar, obviously. They're going to have a lot of differences, but specifically like the space setting and crafting and like space harvesting and all that stuff. I sort of wanted to get ready for that a little bit, even yeah. though they're going to be different mm -hmm. i just wanted to be like all right what is the game that a lot of people are comparing it to and it's fun it's enjoyable i like it 
yeah, very calming is again what I would say. I have, yeah, I've only calming. I've only the had score is very good. Yes, the score is excellent. I've only had one very brief moment of combat, and it was just I think the last time that I played, so yesterday or the day before, and it was a very brief ship to ship battle of one ship that I shot down in like ten seconds. I've had no I've had no combat otherwise, and I'm totally fine keeping it that way. Because even if the combat is fun, I have no desire for it. I just want to make make my way through the universe and just do whatever I want. I'm totally down for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, No Man's Sky is a survival game, not an RPG. That should be said. They are different. The only elements that are the same are, like, harvesting, building a base, ship travel. That That's mainly it. Yeah. No, like, I'm expecting to get more out of Starfield than No Man's Sky. But I'm just, they aren't super comparable at this point because we haven't played uh, Starfield yet. It's just based on what we've looked at. But yeah. Yeah. No Man's Sky. It's a, it's an endorsement for me. Mm -hmm. For me as well. If you have Game Pass, it's on there. And yeah, that's all I can say about it. It's, It's good. I'm glad I gave it a second chance. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I've already, like, given it a chance before. I just glad that I've checked it out from the beginning with Fresh Eyes. Now, speaking about Fresh Eyes, unless you had anything else for games. That's that's all I had. Cool. Uh, I watched a couple things okay. while you were gone. So, we did our Mean Girls commentary, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about... Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle documentary, which was called Turtle Power, the Definitive History of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I mentioned that I saw the Lego Ninjago movie, which I didn't give my rating for. It's it's fine. My my issues are that I've seen too much of the Ninjago show to where I'm more critical of it for not taking things from the show. <laughs> like Like, remember how I said early on that the ninjas have a power called spinjitsu where they create like little tornadoes of elements and stuff. It's not in the movie. It's not in the game either. And it's like the main thing of the show. It's the theme song. The theme song literally says jump up, kick back, whip around and spin. And then you jump up, do it again. Ninjago. Like you're supposed to get into that. And that's how you use your power. And it's not in the movie. So I'm a little bit upset about that, but Overall, it was fine. It was it was okay. Uh, I kind of agree with people that it's the... Well, outside of Lego Movie 2, which I still have not finished. I've seen the first 10, 15 minutes or so of it. But my least favorite. Then I saw a play that Alec has been wanting me to watch for a year now going on. I finally saw Come From Away. It's a musical that deals with the aftermath of 9-11 the immediate aftermath of 9-11 and the way that a specific group of people um, were redirected to a town in Canada and sort of what happens there. And I thought it was going to be really heavy the entire way through because it starts off really heavy, which is understandable because you're talking about 9-11. So that I understood. But it surprisingly gets a lot of levity uh, throughout the show. I was surprised how much calm and enjoyable stuff is actually inside the show so it was very surprising to say the least i i wasn't expecting it to be bad but it was surprising to see the direct in, the direction that they actually went 
through. Nick saying, OMG, the Lego Ninjago movie ruined his childhood. No, it did not. And then Harley saying, it's amazing how fast the Lego movie run burned out. It is very true. Because I was watching reviews where people were saying, oh yeah, there's going to be Lego movies for, for years to come. And then they haven't done one since Lego movie 2. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because there was a proposed script for Lego Batman 2. They were going to make a sequel to it. And then they scrapped it for some reason. Even though Lego Batman is arguably the best one. I think they think the le- like the Lego movie brand is not done, but done for now. Tarnit. Yeah. Yes. It's weird because it's like, Which, even even Ninjago or Lego Movie Two. I didn't hear they were bad. It's just people didn't care as much at that point. It's not. I don't think it's that they're tarnished necessarily because that implies to me that they're bad or like the series like is just bad now, which I don't think it is. It's not even like. Again, I have not seen Lego Mo- Lego Movie Two, so I can't speak on that one. But Lego Ninjago Two. It's the weakest, but it's by no means bad or terrible or anything like that. It's just not as funny or clever. But for a quote-unquote kids film, which people throw around, but I don't really like it. It's just an animated movie. It's still fine. It's better than 90% of the crap that gets released like in animation. Oh, let me rephrase that. In Western animation. (laughs) So it was one of those. It's the same way that. Square Enix will always see a game that didn't perform well, quote-unquote. For instance, Tomb Raider sold really well, considering the price and all these other things, and Square Enix will be like, oh yeah, it was a disappointment. It didn't meet our quota or whatever. Meanwhile, EA will sell Jedi Fallen Order, make 10 million copies, and say, yeah, it did really well. So, it's really weird. Yeah, they had two phenomenal ones, and then people moved on, which is, it happens. So, but the movies aren't bad. Even the luster ones are still fine, in my opinion. I'm almost done. Then, I saw Set It Up, which is a rom-com starring Zoe Deutsch and Glenn Powell. And they're two people that I like. Glenn Powell, more recently, because of Top Gun, he plays such a perfect, just shit-eating grin character in that (laughs) movie. It's so perfect. Uh, Set It Up, it's weird. He has a weird haircut that I can't get over, and he's playing like a nice guy. And I'm like, I, I don't want you to play a nice guy. Go, go, go be a douchebag, <laughs> please. But uh, it's cute. It's fine. It's a, it's a rom com. You know how it'll start, how it'll end. You know the character tropes and all that stuff. It's nothing revolutionary, but it's fine. And then Nick, I saw one more movie. Mm-hmm. Can you take a guess what it is? The one you mentioned oh, earlier. Wait. <laughs> Oh, wait, I forgot to say Jurassic World Dominion because oh, I didn't okay. even lock it in my letterbox. I saw Jurassic World Dominion. It's whatever. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. Hey, same. Um, there was one other thing that I saw. I can see, you take a guess? I see it on your letterbox it because I was looking up set it up. You can go ahead and mention the film. I saw Jackass Forever, guys. That's right. There we go. I finally saw the Jackass movie. It's, uh... It's good. It's enjoyable. I like it more than I liked the first one. The first one, I was kind of like, really? This is what everyone what everyone is uh, talking about? This is what everyone likes? But I always hear that the first one is, like, the weakest one. Yeah, it, I like the first but, one, but it, it still is the weakest one. Like, just from a production standpoint, it's obviously way lower budget. It doesn't look nearly as good. Like, it feels like they shot it on a camcorder. Like, that's... I think that's part of the charm showing how small they were when they started out and how big that movie made them. Uh, but 
yeah, like it's obviously the weakest of the four. Yeah, but Jackass Four, on the other hand, is really good. Isn't it? It's really enjoyable. There was a lot of times when I was just laughing out loud, yep. which I was not really expecting. But I just wanted something that would make me smile, and I said, if nothing else, I'll smile. Mm-hmm. I'll you know like huff out of my nose or whatever, and it'll be fine exhaling out of my nose and i'm like yeah that'll be fine for me but i was not expecting to actually like it that much it's fantastic danger aaron is the star of that movie and i will not hear god aaron goes through so much Uh, in that movie f in the chat for that they hate him i don't think they they hate hate him i think i think johnny and steve-o just take it easy at this point so the the next guy up is him i mean Rel- like saying, oh, they took it yeah, easy yeah, yeah, is yeah. relative to everything else. Of course. Knoxville of course. did get hit by a bull and have a concussion and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Saying that they had, you know. I just always thought, watching all four of them, that actually, I would say at least the first three. Johnny, I feel like Johnny does more in four and 4.5 than he does in the other three. But the first three, I'm like, you're definitely the leader of this because I feel like you're doing the least amount of stunts of anybody in here. But yes, he did the wor- well, I don't know if he did the worst, worst ones, but obviously he got very fucked up overall throughout all this, all this network of his career. Yes, it, it's not like, oh, this person did more or whatever. They all have done a lot. Their bodies are broken in many mm-hmm. ways that we can only wish to never experience. But they're so broken that it, that it was time to bring in some fresh meat. Yeah. And the fresh meat was OK. There, there were a oh, couple like good good faces i like poopies. Uh, poop poopies yeah he was the main one there was one kid who had his dad and the dad was more entertaining oh yeah than yeah, he yeah. Was. for sure uh what's his dad's name dark shark dark shark yeah he's yeah, he's got shark. he's got a couple great bits in 4.5 as well i love i love him definitely a better addition than his son yeah was. I, yeah i was gonna watch 4.5 later as well and you know see that see what comes up yeah what i enjoy from that one uh what's the girl's name it's not michelle wolf uh rachel wolfson i believe rachel wolfson yeah she didn't do as much yeah she didn't she, do much but she, but she was cool yeah she was cool she, she seemed really chill yes to be around in that setting. all the new crew ingratiated themselves really well if they, it didn't feel like they were outsiders it felt like they were part of the crew from moment one yeah there was one that i liked which uh with Tyler the Creator when they're doing the piano and they're shocking everyone. Oh yeah. Uh that one I like that one a lot. See, I like the Jackass movies, I know I love them, but pretty much all the bits from them escape from my brain as soon as I'm done with them. So I don't I don't remember much from this movie other than the opening Godzilla bit and yeah. the one where they turned the lights off. That those are the ones that I remember. Yeah, that that one was funny too. Yeah. And then uh when they put like the honey and the salmon on airing and they let yeah, out yeah. the bear. Yeah. That's something I would not have, yeah. I would not have done. I would not have even entertained the thought of messing with a bear. They're too unpredictable to ever do that with. It's true. Yeah. I've already forgotten most of the bits as well. Yeah. I, I, I remember them as soon week. as I go back and watch the movies again, but they just sort of escape my brain. I just remember the font, the good times I had watching them. Yes. I was saying Tyler, the creators show Loiter Squad that was on Adult Swim has a lot of Dark Shark. Yeah, because the the Dark Shark son was on Loiter Squad. So that's why Tyler's in the movie. Okay. That's the connection there. Now, you know what we need to do as a companion piece to this? Yes. We need to go back and watch Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn from WrestleMania 38. 
where we had cameos from Pontius and Wee Man. That's what we got to do. That'll be your birthday commentary. <laughs> it's only like 15 <laughs> minutes. 15 yeah. minutes it, of total a, time. Yeah, it was good. That was a great spectacle. We did, it was, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for movies. For shows, I saw Umbrella Academy Season 3, which I didn't like as much. Something about it just didn't really work for me this season. Allison is an annoying character. I get it. You lost your daughter. You lost your husband. But, like, the world's about to implode. Anyway. Allison annoyed me. The way that they handled Elliot uh, Page's transition was actually really tasteful in the show. And everyone just sort of gets over it really quick. So they come out. And they're like, yeah, my name is Victor. This is who I've always been. And they ask is this okay with is this okay with you and they're like yeah i don't care good for you like happy let's move on but in a they aren't dismissive but they're like yeah if this is what works for you then cool and they move on with the rest of the show and it was cool it wasn't like a trauma coming out so mm. i enjoyed that good. aspect of it uh some of the other stuff didn't really work for me but it is what it is. I think they're coming back for a fourth season. It'll be interesting to go given the ending of this one. But some characters are still good. I hate Luther. I'll never be able to like Luther. I just can't stand him. But, you know, that's what you get when you're doing Umbrella Academy. There's ups and downs for sure. And then started Only Murders in the Building Season 2. Watched the first two episodes because that's all that's out right now. It's fun seeing this trio together. They have good chemistry. They bounce off each other really well. Some people were saying, let them do a Three Amigos reboot, or not reboot, sequel, where they have Selena Gomez play Chevy Chase's character, and they never address it. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. I'd watch that again. They were originally going to be hosts for the Oscars, and I would have been fine with that because mm -hmm. they just work off each other well. But true crime show that's based on like true crime podcasts and I don't like true crime, but I like this one. It's good. This was a quick turnaround for seasons. It was a year. Okay, hold on. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you mentioned you mentioned the last season. It was probably the finale when you mentioned it, but you mentioned the last season on an episode that we did, and I think it, I think we had cat on. Only so murder was, so started like, August August 31st. Okay, so, so yeah, it less was... than a year. It was like nine months ago that you talked about this on the show. So it feels very quick. I guess it's not. It's you know. It's not. A year between it's, airings is not the it's like ten months between airings, but even so, it yeah. feels really quick because I don't think of us as having done the show for that long. But I remember you talking about the last season on on the show. Yeah, it's I don't know like what it is because it did feel like it was a quick turnaround, but it's only ten months. Like it's, it, it's also I would guess probably not a terribly difficult show to produce. I don't know. I don't know how much location no. work they do, but it seems like I'm, I'm sure it's 20 minute episodes of I don't know how many episodes they have, but it seems easier 30 to make minutes than, like 10. OK, yeah, it seems easier to make than most seasons of TV. And they would have started it probably sometime last year. So fewer COVID restrictions right on after. set than you would than they would have had in 2020, say. So that makes sense that it would be a quicker turnaround, I guess. Yeah, especially since a lot of it takes place in the building itself. Yeah, it'll take place in either one of their apartments or someone like someone that they're investigating in their apartment or maybe like the rooftop of a building. But there aren't a whole lot of locations so far for this season. There was one thing 
that caught my eye. So at one point, Selena Gomez is going to an art show and they show an establishing shot outside. And Nick, can you name me one of my favorite comedy shows, like comedy sitcoms that I quote all the time um, that was on Fox back in the day? Oh, is it the Zoe Deschanel one? Could it be? I don't remember what it was called. It's called New Girl. That's right. So the establishing shot that they show of the like art gallery or whatever is the New Girl apartment. <laughs> and it's and you there's no way to like hide that it's that a like apartment building or whatever. So I saw it and I did the Leo from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I literally sat up in my chair and I was like, hey look, it's the New Girl apartment. <laughs> So that was it. Uh, a couple of the guest stars that they've had so far, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I don't like Cara Delevingne, and I don't like Amy Schumer. And Amy Schumer is really irritating mm-hmm. in this show so far. That's but, what I've heard. But that's that. And then Miss Marvel, good. The Boys, good. Stranger Things is tonight. So we'll, oh yeah, that's by the next time. Yeah, the next time that we will record, I'll most likely have finished Stranger Things and talk about it. Yeah, that's my birthday present is Stranger Things, which I'm not going to watch. Or you could watch Minions Rise of Gru. I could. I could I could head out to the theater, mask up, watch Minions The Rise of Gru. Uh, that, that's that's yeah. how I turn 24 is watching The Rise of Gru. Um, do you want, you want to talk about Obi-Wan? No, not really. Okay, it's it's, it's whatever. That's my review. It was a show. Yeah. The discourse is annoying. It added, that's all. It's, it added nothing. Um. It was mildly entertaining at par- at parts. Uh, that that's my those are my thoughts on Obi Wan. The highs were high, the lows were really low. Were they? And that's it. I for me personally, yes, but I don't really want to talk about this anymore. Okay. Don't we have okay. to? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Herman got it right. We're like Obi Yawn. There you go. There, there's your Obi Wan talk, guys. Okay, he won't say anything. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna go on a rant. I'm just gonna say. This was the one piece of Star Wars content, or at least TV content, that I've been excited for. And uh, it might be the least compelling of any of the shows I've done so far. I didn't even like Boba Fett that much, but I still feel like I had a better time watching that than I did watching this. And I expected it to be at least baseline better than that, and it was not. So now I'm a little salty about that. But we're moving on. I- I think you're wrong by saying that it's worse than Book of Boba Fett, but that's just... I saw, Like, I don't know. Okay, I feel like, even though it was stupid that those were part of that season, I feel like the Mando episodes made it better than this. Oh, those, a thousand percent. Those episodes, those episodes were better than those. any of this. I'll agree, but I don't count those episodes. I know. I, I, it's... For me, that makes the season worse, because you had to bring in another show to make it better. I know. It just proves how I know, but that also made it more watchable overall than this was. This was, a, this was a chore to get through, and it was the shortest show they've done. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, I, I, I forgot to talk about it real quickly. Uh, I started rewatching Gravity Falls. Show fucks. It's so good. Anyways, that's all for that one. Uh, I don't think I have anything. Nothing to note that I watched. I've watched very little the last couple weeks. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. It's not like you were at a con or anything. No. More like a con, if you get what I mean, because y'all got y'all got. Okay, whatever. Anyways, Nick was at WingerCon. He'll talk about it. I was. 
You can share whatever you want to share here. Mm. We should talk about what's in the thumbnail, probably. Oh, yeah, the bagel. The bagel. Yes, that's what they call them. I'm an expert now, and I'm here to tell you they call them bagels. So, uh... <laughs> oh, hold on. There's something I need to bring up when you're talking about bagels, but yes. Okay. So we uh, went to get bagels. I think it was on Friday morning that we went. And uh, Bobby's wife, Jen, had... Spe- spe- easy for me to say. Had specifically picked out this place, uh, Seagull's Bagel Mania, as you can see on the thumbnail if you're watching this. And the whole point was that I was going to get my first bagel. So everybody sat down. We had a couple people arrive a little bit later. And... Let's see. I ordered a plain bagel, and I ordered a chocolate chip bagel, and I uh, took a bite of the plain bagel. We got it on video. You can see it in our Discord if you want to, and it was okay. I put some butter on it, and it was uh, pretty much what I expected. It was nice and crispy. Well, not too crispy, but it was a little bit of crunch to it, which I preferred, and I enjoyed it overall. The chocolate chip one disappointed me a little bit because I thought the chocolate chips would give more flavor than they did. Uh... Didn't really add too much, but again, I put butter on it as well, and so that that helped. I didn't do any cream cheese because I'm not a big cream cheese person. I'm willing to try it on a bagel at some point to see how I like it, um, because I, I do like cream cheese sometimes, but I went with butter that time, and I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't eat it all because I had some issues with my stomach throughout my entire time in Vegas, which I did see on a list of symptoms for a certain disease that... Uh, Stomach issues and diarrhea were a a symptom of that, so that might have been why. But anyway, I wasn't as hungry throughout the whole trip as I wish I could have been. So I didn't eat the whole bagel. I ended up giving half of it to Jay, I think, and then I split uh, half of the other one with a bunch of people. But it was a good experience overall. It didn't look like I was happy with it because I just don't look happy when I'm doing anything in my entire life. But I promise I did enjoy the bagel. I'm not going to go out of my way to get more bagels, but if I'm at a place that has them, I'll probably try a breakfast sandwich at some point. That's what I would say. Now, Nick, I, I need you to answer me this question. Mm-hmm. Why did you think that one bagel was two bagels? I'm going to be honest with you. I should have realized that, but I, I didn't until, <laughs> I, until, I, until I said it aloud yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, they cut it, didn't they? Again, again, it was no, it was no more complicated than that. Just at the time, I didn't even think twice about it. I was just like, "Oh, they gave me two. That's cool." And then I moved right on with my day. That's so funny. It's like, no, they gave you one. They just cut it in half. I was like, "Ooh, what a great value! They gave me two It's not like toast, where each slice (laughs) of toast is its own thing. It's a, it's a. It's like cutting a donut. It's in a half. bagel. You don't say, "Ooh, they gave me two donuts." It's like, no, that's one donut. It's I've just never seen half. a donut cut in half. People don't I've cut never, donuts. I mean, like half. like donut sandwiches and stuff. But I I've no, never in my experience, those either. are two full donuts that make the bread of that sandwich. Sure. Point being, like, why? Why? It's they they collapse on top of each other to create one thing. It's it's a top and a bottom the undercarriage looks different than the top at least sometimes it does but (laughs) yeah but you forget the whole point of this is that i knew like nothing about bagels this is true but i was i was hoping that you would at least be able to put two and two together and you mean put half and half together wow it makes one by the way yeah Anyway, it was a fun experience. I had a Fruity Pebble milkshake with it. That was the best part. Mm. 
I love that thing. Again, if I had more of an appetite, I could have finished it. I did not quite finish it. Nick getting something fruity during Pride Month? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> fruity Pebbles are, I don't know if they're the goat cereal, but they're up there. I love Fruity Pebbles. Fruity, fruity Pebbles are good. Cocoa Pebbles me, are also good. Uh, I love Fruit Loops. Those are. Fruit Loops? Those fruit. are. Yeah, Jay, I was going to mention that. The bottomless mimosas, a bunch of people at the table got the bottomless <laughs> mimosas. I tried the mimosa. It was okay. Not totally my thing. I'm not a huge orange juice person, but if someone else bought my mimosas, I would drink the bottomless mimosas. But for what they were charging, I would not have uh, I would not have enjoyed the bottomless mimosas. But mm. I don't know if that was the highlight of the trip necessarily, but we had a very fun time at the bagel place. I think everybody liked their food, and we got some funny videos, some funny, uh, some funny pictures while we were there. And it was a good experience overall. We almost went back the last day before we flew out, but we didn't have time to go there. Mm. Now, speaking of trying things, you also tried a mojito, which you I didn't did. know if you'd like because of the mint. Yeah. I need, I need your review on that. So this is during pool time later in that same day, I think. So uh, we got out of the pool pretty quickly. went to the bar. I didn't have my wallet on me, so I didn't buy anything at that moment. But our buddy Pete got a mango mojito. And uh, I was like, huh. I don't really like mojitos, so I don't know if I want to get one. So he convinced me to uh, try his drink, and uh, in an unrelated note, we both got sick. Uh, but I tried, a, I tried a drink of the mojito, and I liked it quite a bit. So when it was time for the next round of drinks, I got my wallet, I went back, and I got just that. I think the difference is that the mint wasn't processed at all. It was like it was the leaves that were down the bottom of it. So I don't think I got much flavor of that. I got Primarily, I got the mango flavor from all of it. So I didn't taste the thing I didn't like too heavily. And the thing I did like, which was the mango, was very prevalent. More prevalent than, I feel like, the non-alcoholic base of most drinks that I've had. So, I was a fan of that. It didn't taste too alcoholic, which usually, if they're too strong, that's a bit of a, a bit of an issue for me. Um, but it was, like, just a perfect drink. I had a great time. We all dr- had our drinks in the pool, and it was a blast. That's Jay's right. Jay's I, right. I, <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Jay said it was big gulp icy size. That's about right. And uh, for how much they charged, it should have been bigger. But I digress. Mm. Yeah, that, that's one thing with Vegas is the cost. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it, but I had a blast. It was well worth everything I paid for that trip. Oh, that's good to hear. Now, WingerCon 2023, we've talked mm-hmm. about it before. We've we, got some places we've... in mind. Yep, we've talked about LA. We've talked about NOLA. We've talked about New York. We talked about Vegas Lincoln, again, Nebraska. Which I Lincoln, don't Nebraska. Want to be Lincoln, Vegas Nebraska. Again. Don't forget Lincoln, if it's Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. If it's Lincoln, Nebraska, I I would still go. Don't that forget Lincoln, fun. Nebraska. Yeah, we yes, we could uh, again realistically, if we were to for some reason do WangerCon in Nebraska, we'd do Omaha. There's more to do in Omaha. There's not a ton to do there, but there's more than there would be in Lincoln. Um, anyway, we're not doing Nebraska, but. That's a that's a good running gag that we've got going. Yeah. So what was your like favorite part of WingerCon? Like what was the memory that stands out the best? Uh the last night when we met everybody. It was our big meetup with all the other people. The people who the Wangers who put the Wanger in WangerCon. We met all them. Uh we had met Christian on Thursday night at the buffet. Uh, but we met everybody else. So Cody and Brian and Brian's girlfriend or sorry, fiance, Laura, I should say. And Mark Ellis were all there. Uh, Brian said he was going to be there at like 8.30. Uh, at 10 o'clock, he finally left his hotel room. And arrived there at like 10.30, I want to say, roughly. And uh, all jokes aside, they were all wonderful people. Legitimately, everybody was the nicest person ever. They were all great to talk to. They were all exactly as you know them from seeing them 
on YouTube, on camera, whatever. Uh, they're all wonderful people. I don't have any anything additional to say other than they were all fantastic people, and I love talking to each of them. Hey, that's always fun. You know, some people say don't meet your heroes. Nick didn't, but, you know, it was a close second. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my hero? Who do you think my hero is? Hmm. It's tough. It's got to be someone that's white. <laughs> it's a trick question because I don't actually have one, but hmm. if I had to have one, I guess Curious. who would it be? Let's see. Who would it be? This isn't me with who a specific answer in mind. This is me asking what you would actually say. Let's see. You hate Vince McMahon, but you yeah. might go with Vince McMahon no. because of the memories that he's given you. Let's no. see. You could go with Stone Cold. You, I know he's not your favorite wrestler, but might be one of your, like, I'm just saying, it could be one of your favorite wrestlers. No. <laughs> Alana's saying Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, I, bet, I mean, I, Russell Wilson, yeah. I bet Mahomes <laughs> is a nice guy. I don't think I'd find him particularly interesting to talk to, but I bet he's a nice guy. Let's see. Could be Steven Spielberg. Realistically, like it would your, be Spielberg or Scorsese, like probably. Yeah, those were the two that I was thinking. Je in terms like, of guys that honestly. I've actually gotten the most from, in like, creatively. Jace is Bill Can Self. Can I get a Travis Kelce? <laughs> I've been in the Kelsey? same I've been in the same building as Bill Self before because I was I stayed in the building with the basketball players on campus so I saw him from time to time I never talked to him but he was in the building every now and then. So you guys would say that you were by yourselves. What? Self, multiple oh, by one. yourselves. That, that's a great one. Good job. <sighs> that's all I got. Okay, Harless is Richard Linklater. See. Linklater is like somewhat new to me i don't know what i had seen from him before last year because so I, I watched the before movies last year i watched school of rock last year dazed and confused i don't know if i had seen anything from him before that damn it i was gonna say because he said i didn't know what i had seen before last year i was about to say no it's before sunset good one it's another good one guys i am on fire karaoke no one sang a foo fighter song and i'm disappointed they didn't have a good selection they had three they songs. Had it was their biggest. It was all my life and best songs. of you, and then a third one which I don't remember. But though neither of those two are near my favorite. Best of you, I probably could have done, but I don't even know that one particularly well. Mm. It's almost like the lyrics are on the screen. <laughs> but to be fair, I gotta. I have to have the cadence. On the yeah, smoking out the window. Let's talk about that. <laughs> smoking out the window was so funny to watch. <laughs> only got Me only got Jay some brief clips smoke. of that, but oh man. <laughs> Jay and Pete did smoking out the window, and that was so funny to watch because of just like. And to be fair, I wasn't there, so mm -hmm. I'm not gonna really talk shit or anything like that. No, but go ahead, talk shit. They butchered it. They okay. butchered it. It was so funny to see. I felt bad because like, my like my voice was struggling even after the first song. I think that I think that was after my second or third song out of the four that I did. And it was like immediately after. So I was not ready to go back up and try and salvage that song. I was the only person there who knew it, I'm pretty sure. And if I had been in a better position to salvage the song, I would have gone up there and tried to salvage it. I feel bad that I couldn't because they were dying up there. I could see they were dying up there, but they just had to, they had to power like they through. Were dying. 
<laughs> yeah, they were dying inside at least. I know that Pete has listened to the album because he has sent videos of him singing the album. Before. I thought he would know it a little bit better. They nailed one part, which is the part everybody knows from that song. This bitch got me panorant. And then after that, it just goes straight into the just. I think good, I don't even but, think they got past this bitch. I think that was where they stopped. That was where their knowledge no, started no, and they, ended. They got a little bit. They got a little bit okay. after that. But but very quickly it went off the deep end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. I, although uh, I don't know if anybody else got a video, was... but I got like a 13 second video and that's what I shared into our drive folder thing. I don't know if anybody else got more video of it because I know some songs, a few people were taking video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, karaoke was just... fun. I My throat was yeah. bothering me. Definitely not due to the disease that I might have contracted while I was there. That definitely did not play a factor. Um, no, your throat just wimps out on you all the time. It does. Like, like I, I was expecting like, that to happen anyway. Those... It didn't feel out of place that it was happening to me then because my throat had my like um my voice was already bothering me the day that I flew out because the night before we did our stupid five hour fall guys and then quizzing me on music stream. And by the end of that, I was dying and it had not recovered before I got to Vegas. So it was already like I, I knew it was already going to be struggling the whole weekend, which I was. And I'm sure the uh, the disease I may or may not have contracted didn't help anything. But I don't know how much of, of it was my voice and how much of it was that. That's what I don't know. Well, I mean, what we've discovered over this last year is that you just have a really like sensitive throat and voice because it gets yeah. tired very <laughs> Let's easy. talk about my throat. And yeah. Because <laughs> like yours will get tired really easy and then I will just talk and talk and mm-hmm. talk and talk and talk and talk and never have an issue of being like, oh, my throat hurts. Like sometimes my throat wakes up a little bit dry, but then I just drown myself in water and I'm good for the rest of the day. And that's it. Like, yeah. Unless well, I'm it- screaming then it's fine but even like when i went to the concert my throat still wasn't hurting me and i was screaming that entire night it yeah. was fine well it's interesting for me because this was not an issue for me for the first at least like four or five months that we were doing this i don't know if the first halo video when i had to do voiceover for that because i was definitely hurting after that i don't know if that's when it started and i've just never like fully recovered from it or what but there was a certain point where, like, every time we were done recording something, I just it just started bothering me by the end. And so I'd need, like, a day or two to recover from it before I was good to do something again. And that's affected me for, I guess, a couple months now. Because I used to be doing streams as often as you were, and I haven't done a stream in a while. And that's part of it, because I have to give my voice time to recover. I know Harless's vocal warm-ups. I've tried doing that a little bit. I need to do more than I have. But I hadn't. I haven't really seen much of... Much in the, much of an improvement in that regard. Um, this week I've had like four days in a row where I haven't been talking much, but my throat's been impacted in other ways, so I don't know how effective that is. I feel fine right now, other than the fact that it sounds like I have a cold, because I do. But otherwise, I mean, it's the best that... <laughs> the, the most durability my voice has had in quite a while, I guess. Yeah, which is it's just so weird. Because, I don't know, maybe my voice is just... I don't want to say better, but it's just built different. Mm-hmm. I will go on forever and not have an issue. And so yeah. I always make fun of you for it because I'm like, I don't get how that happens so frequently. Because it's not like, you don't have like Sophia Bush's voice where it's 
raspy and low and it always sounds like it's shot out your voice usually just sounds fine until one point when you're just like all right my voice has had enough yeah and And you don't really hear it i feel it before like before it sounds like it's going away i stop before i get to that point because it's just going to be bad from then on so when when my voice starts flagging a little bit that's just when i stop i don't let it go i don't let it go past that point i guess if i can tell that it's starting to like my throat's starting to hurt or whatever then I just stop. I try and wrap it up and then I'll try and take a break the next day, which sometimes I can. Sometimes I can't depends on what I'm doing the next day. If I'm working, then I can't really rest my voice, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, drink tea, drink like warm tea, uh, with lemon and yeah, then I've heard that. do vocal warmups. That's it. I don't, I've lost patience when I've tried to do the vocal warmups cause I say like 20 minutes of it. And after maybe five, I'm just done. Yeah, Harley says it's definitely not weird, Nick. I've heard plenty of podcast folks talk about this man. He's just a natural born blabbermouth. It's very true. Yeah, I've I've told the story before, but a substitute teacher once said it had a very lousy voice. Lousy and here voice. I am. Yeah, a very lousy voice. You have a very pleasing voice. You have a voice for radio slash podcasting. That's what Kevin told me last night. Yeah, you have a voice for it, and you you can talk a lot. Like I can also talk a lot, but I feel like you especially can talk a lot. Yeah, I, did I, like I don't mean this in a bad of this way. Episode by myself. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just how you are. Yeah, it's true. I can't do that. What was I gonna say? I was gonna mention something else. You tried Korean barbecue for the first time. Yeah, that was great. That was maybe the best oh, food I had the whole weekend. Uh, Pete again. So what exactly did you have there? Oh, I don't remember. Elena, you'll have to if you can remember, and if Kevin's there with you. Trying to remember everything that we had. I know we had some chicken at the very end. We had some pork belly. We had some bulgogi. We had some kind of beef. Uh, The beef was what we started with, and then we went to the pork. And then the chicken was what we ended with. We had different kinds of each. We had several different kinds of each that I had a few bites of each. And it was all good. All the the meat that I had was good. And I I had some rice that dipped in soy sauce and sesame oil and stuff. And so that was all I had. I didn't have any of the extra stuff. Elena says beef brisket, pork belly. Yeah, beef tongue. I didn't know that we had beef tongue until after I'd had it. Uh, that was good. I don't know if that was the best. I don't know what the very best thing I had was because it was all good. But yeah, it was great. The whole experience was great. It was yeah. right up my alley. Now, this this was your first trip learning about Korean barbecue, correct? Uh, can you say that again? I said like this was your first time that you learned about Korean barbecue. I knew the basic gist, which was that you cooked it at the table and it came in several courses. Mm. I didn't know the, sp- the specifics of uh, what was on the menu. Obviously, you can pick and choose a little bit. Not pick You're not going to have the exact same thing. Um, and Jay was with us and he had to go with some vegetarian options and stuff like that. So I didn't know about all the intricacies, but I knew the general idea of it. I at least knew that it came in several waves and that you would cook it at the table. Yeah. Now, now another food item that you didn't know about I'm kidding. I'm not gonna go there. But uh, no, I'm glad that you enjoyed the KBBQ. Yeah, KBBQ. Mm-hmm. I've not had it yet, but it's something that I'd be like open to. I just have never yeah. had cream barbecue. I would highly suggest it. Yeah. See, this was the issue that I was talking about with Weedif because we were talking about Japan and about which trip I'm gonna go to next year if it's mm-hmm. Japan or WangerCon, and I said. I'm going to WangerCon because I don't like Asian cuisine. So yeah. it's the main issue of 
if I go to Japan, I don't want to be getting like a McDonald's or anything like that. But I don't like Asian cuisine, so I wouldn't eat anything. <laughs> so that's, that's my... why I wouldn't go to Japan. But I do like the idea of going to Japan. I just yeah. know that I'm too much of a picky person to go and it's just not my palate. Yeah, I'm I'm that way. Like I always worry about going somewhere new. Um especially if I start going to foreign countries because I like like I can say broadly I like Asian food or I like Italian food or stuff like that or I like Mexican food, but there's also I have very basic taste for all that stuff. So, like, when I eat fried rice, I eat around the vegetables. I eat the chicken and the rice and uh, maybe maybe a couple of vegetables. But my my actual tastes of the things I like are very picky and basic. And I would feel, in a place whose culture I don't entirely understand, I would worry that I would come off as disrespectful for not eating everything. But a lot of stuff I do, like, it makes me want to puke when I eat stuff I don't like. So that also is disrespectful, too. So, like, I can't... I can't not eat it, but also, if I do eat it, I'm going to puke it up, and that's going to be even worse. So that's always my concern. Because if it's something I yeah. don't like, I have the gag reflex, basically. It, I need to <laughs> spit it out as soon as possible, or else I'm going to gag. Yeah, I'm the same way. So it's one of those so things that's always, of, oof. Yeah. That's always my concern. I don't want to be somewhere where I come off as disrespectful because I just don't like the food, and I don't want to waste. The f I don't want them to waste their food on me, either. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. It's it's just one of those things of I would love to go. I'd love to be part of the culture and see everything there. It's just I know that I need sustenance and that yeah. it's just not my vibe. It's yeah. it's a sad thing. Yeah, that's something I'll have to deal with. Yeah. Anyway, you should go to Wangerton next year. I should go. We'll mm -hmm. see. We'll see if I'll be able to. We missed you. No, you didn't. Y'all had a great time. How's Willow went up right over my face? <laughs> <laughs> Did it really? Yes. <laughs> Someone get that on the playback. That was incredible. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. The oh, timing man. of that. I saw that six seconds oh. late, so the actual clip is oh, not going to sync up perfectly. But yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best part of this whole night. <laughs> yeah. You did, a, you did a couple of things. You went to a couple shows. I think you went to the Harry Potter one, right? Yeah, that was the only one I went to. Other people went to the drag show. I went to the Harry Potter show. That was fun. The guys who were there were really good performers. Uh, it was it was funny. It was only like 70 minutes, I think, but it was it was a good show. It was funny. It was a much smaller... It wasn't even a theater. It was just a room uh, that maybe, maybe 100 people were in there. I don't think it was even that many. So it was much more intimate than I was expecting. Uh, Arcadia was with us. He got to interact or they interacted with him, they picked him out, um, because he was not being enthusiastic enough, so they split us into, like, Gryffindor and Slytherin, half the room on each side, and, uh, he wasn't, uh, enthusiastic enough, so they made him a Hufflepuff, and then they killed him, and then they interacted with him after they killed him. It was funny, he, he played, he played it up well. I was right next to him, and I was terrified they were gonna pick me for something, and I'm so glad they didn't, because I would not have been as good at the improv and playing along as he was. So props mm. to Arcadio for that. Yeah, that was a fun show, only thing I would say, they uh, might need to fix the line at the beginning where the uh, main character is uh, close personal friends with J.K. Rowling. They might want to remove that line. That's just Yay. a suggestion from me. Um, yeah, but it was a fun show overall. Again, the, the two actors, I don't know how different it is from other versions of the show that have played. Um, I know Kat will have more to say about that if we get her on the uh, the full reaction episode, but... Yeah, it was it was an enjoyable show. I had to see a show in Vegas. 
And that was what I chose of the ones that people had talked about. To quote Harley, boo, you picked Bigot Wizard series over drag. Yeah, I grew up with that. I have no experience with drag whatsoever. It's just a normal like show. I know, but it's something I didn't really have any pre-existing interest in. And for what the tickets were going for, I didn't want to pay for something that I didn't know what I was in for, I guess. True, but isn't that also part of the fun? Not when I'm paying that much. I need to have an idea of what I'm doing with it when I'm spending that much money. Mm. Except going to the, the fucking buffet we went to. That was ridiculous. The price of that buffet. <laughs> oh, the buffet. Okay, I want to hear about it now. What was up with this drunk guy? Oh, that wasn't at the buffet. That was uh, that was at that was our, later. Our last night. I know, but yeah, yeah. still. So <clears throat> we were all in the circle. I think everyone had just finished with Blackjack. This is the last night we were there. We were at the casino in Treasure Island. And... Mark Ellis had just showed up, like just showed up, and he was talking to us. He had just gotten all of our names, and this drunk guy came up next to us, and he was like slurring his words. He couldn't make out anything he was saying. He had a friend with him who was kind of off to the side, not really reining him in, and Mark had just like exchanged pleasantries with him, trying to get them to go away very, very politely. That was all, and they went away, and then maybe a minute or two later, the drunk guy came back, and he put his arm around me. He wrapped his arms around me. He would not let go. I was extremely uncomfortable the entire time. I don't know if anyone could see it on my face, but I was legitimately getting ready to beat this dude up. And I've never I've never reacted that aggressively to anything in my life, but I was ready to I was ready to do something. Very ready to do something. And Ellis stepped in again and he perfectly diffused the situation. He improvised it so that we were gonna take a group photo, even though not everybody was there. I think Brian and Laura still weren't there. So this was not the group photo. We did another one later in the night, and I have not seen any of the pictures Mark took, if he actually took them at all. But he used that, and he convinced the guy's friend to get him away. And he finally, after a minute or so, he finally let go of me. And he, they went away. He went off. I don't know what they did with the rest of their night, but they went away from us, which was the important thing. And uh, that was not the most uncomfortable I've ever, I've ever been in my life, but I was very uncomfortable. I think everybody else was too, but obviously me in particular – I don't like being touched, especially if you're if I don't know you. And I didn't even see the guy before he touched me, so it was uncomfortable. Is the only word I, the most polite word I can say. It, I was feeling angry, pissed off. I was ready to do something, and I'm very glad Mark stepped in, like the consummate pro he is, and uh, took charge and handled the situation because I was ready to do something bad. Yes, Jay's right. The drunk guy was in a very flashy suit. I don't know if he was if he had a bachelor party or if he'd gotten married earlier in the day or what, but he was in a very flashy suit. Gotcha. Well, that's Vegas. Yeah, that was our my only real experience with a weird person there, and it was on the very last night, and everybody was there, but he, but I was the I was the one person that he singled out. He's like, I gotta wrap my arms around this guy right here. Hmm. He could he could tell that you had vibes. Oh yeah, not good ones, but he I did have knew. vibes. Yeah, he just knew this is the guy I want to hang out with mm -hmm. tonight. Everybody wants to hang out with me. The Nuxter. Mm-hmm. The life of every party. Clearly, <laughs> clearly. Now, now speaking about partying, here's one thing that I do want to bring up. You did not go clubbing. No, no one did except Elena and Kevin. Elena and Kevin are legends. Yeah. I saw those videos. I saw the videos that they posted. Looked like fun. Yeah, well, we were originally going to do it the Saturday night, which was the last night we were there. And 
Elena and Kevin had already gotten their tickets, and everybody else was kind of dragging their feet on it. I don't. I think everybody else didn't really want to go, and no one wanted to say it because they didn't want to sound rude. But then we all agreed that we didn't really want to go, and uh, mm. so it was just Elena and Kevin stuck with the tickets. I don't know if if you guys got refunds or what, but they ended up going the Friday night, which was the night before. Everybody went back to the hotel after, I guess that was karaoke, and we all went to bed at like 10.30 because it was three hours at the pool, and then the big dinner, then three hours of karaoke, and we were all just done. So we all went to bed between like 10.30 and 11. They went they went back out clubbing until like, what, 3 a.m., I want to say? Um, yeah, like 3 a.m., I think, and we heard all about it the next day. They were late to breakfast, uh, or brunch, I should say, uh, because they were they were waking up as we were all leaving the hotel in our, in our Ubers. They were just waking up. Um, so I'm glad they had fun. It's not really my scene. I will probably next time may, I might try it. Try it. Try it next winger con. Okay. You and me, bro. You want to see ass? You wanna... <laughs> we'll go clubbing. Yeah. It's just, I expect it's not my thing. And my whole, my whole reasoning for this is like, I can try new stuff. That's, that's my thing. But the older I get, the more set in my ways in some ways that I am. I don't want to ruin the experience for other people. And I know if I'm miserable, I can't hide it. I'm just bad at hiding it. And I, I worry I'm going to bring the mood down with other people. That's always my concern. So if it's something like that, which again, I would have had to pay a decent amount of money for, expecting to not enjoy, then I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to have to dress up for it. I didn't want to have to pay for it. I didn't want to bring the mood down for everybody else. So I just thought it was easier to not go. Sure. But here's the other thing, at least from my observations of, like, clubbing. When you're clubbing, you don't really know, like, you notice people that are in a group, like, with you and stuff. But that's just to make sure that they're safe and that they're okay and all that stuff. And there's no unwanted, like, being hit on or anything like that. But for the most part, you're just there, dancing, drinking, vibing to the music, and that's it. Obviously, they'll, like, see, like, hey, you doing okay or anything like that, but the experiences that I've seen is that most of the time it's just have fun. Like, not, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, have fun. Like, why aren't you having fun or anything like that? But it's more like if you want to dance, then dance. If you want to drink, then drink, and that's it. And obviously, if you want to leave early, then go get, uh, then get an Uber and you can head out, and there won't be any hard feelings about it, but I don't know. Yeah. I understand your position, but I, at the same time, I'm yeah. like, it's a big group thing. Well, it would have been a big group thing if everyone went, and it would have been cool. Yeah, and you would have had club parents with Elena <laughs> and Kevin. Yeah, I just expected to not enjoy it, and I just decided not to. And then, ultimately, everybody else also decided not to, except those two. Yeah. I don't know. Me and Elena, we talked. We're going to go clubbing next time. Elena and I are going to have a great time next playing your con. I'll tag I'm just along. Saying. I'll tag along. Just understand that if I'm miserable, it's not your fault. Oh, no, that's understandable. Because I very easily could be miserable listening to loud, shitty music that I don't like. Everybody dancing when I don't want to dance. Like, it's not for me. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, he did say it on the pod. Wait, we have it there as well. No ball sweat talk, Nick. Where's the ball sweat talk? I forgot about that. We'll talk about that what? on the next episode. No, no, no. no. I don't, even, about I don't actually, is... I don't even remember. I remember we talked about it. I don't remember what the context was for any of it. Uh, we were walking you somewhere. You want to take some acid? 
<laughs> Harley's comment's really funny. That's not, That's a good comment, Harley. Yeah. I'm sure I could do that. It's not like I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're all different scenes for people. Yeah. I just think in a big group, it might be a little bit better. But that that's just my two cents. Obviously, you do what you do with you with whatever you want to do. And that's clearly okay. See, the way I approach stuff, it might make it even worse for me because everybody... It's not necessarily peer pressure, but everybody, everybody being like, come dance and blah, blah, blah. Like, that would piss me off more. I don't like being told to do shit. I don't think it's being told. It's being invited. There's a difference. Yeah, but I'll feel pressured to do it. Mm. And that'll piss me off more. All right. Oh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't take an edible, did you? We never went anywhere with them. If JB had mm. been there, I'm sure that would have happened at some point. Yeah, poor JB. J- he couldn't go. Poor JB. He was ahead yeah. of the curve. He got he got this unnamed disease before any uh, any of us did. Yeah. That was rough to see everyone the next morning. We were like, <laughs> so uh, I think I got this thing, bro. Like, I think I got like COVID. We got what? I didn't say that. COVID. No one said that. How'd you? You really think that's the disease we all got? That very contagious disease? Oh, my bad. You guys all got malaria. That's right. That's what Thank it was. you. Thank you. I was trying to play coy about it. Didn't even want them to know we have malaria, but now they know. Malaria. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's a bad one. That's the worst one. Oh, uh, well, is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't, I don't um, remember anything else from like the con that I didn't bring up i'm trying to think oh jay wanted to hear about the airport experience how was traveling on the airports and the planes and stuff um my experience was okay uh in my experience kansas city is a very easy airport it's super small i think it's all on one floor you don't even have escalators up or down um so that was fine um i just i got in i got through security it was like 7 30 when i got in so it was pretty slow uh 7 30 in the evening uh, I got into my gate. I was just sitting there for an hour and a half, got on the plane. It was a smooth experience. Got off the plane. It took a while to find where I needed to go to get to my taxi uh, after I got to Vegas, but that was easy enough. It just took a while because it's a much bigger airport. Did a lot of walking just through the airport in Vegas, uh, but on both the way after I after I landed and after I was about to leave. Um, but yeah, it was easy enough. The return trip was a little bit more difficult. We had, for one, they hit, they put the wrong gate on my boarding pass. And I didn't know it until about, it, it was at least like a half hour before I boarded that I figured it out. I went to check on their app and not through the Apple wallet boarding pass that I had, excuse me, the Apple wallet boarding pass that I had. Um, and then I found the right gate. So that was a little nerve wracking as it was happening, but it worked out okay. Uh, we had a little delay taking off from that particular flight because someone broke their seatbelt near the front of the plane. And that took like a, a half hour for them to fix. So that was not fun. Uh, the flight itself coming back was easy enough and then after i landed i didn't have baggage claim or anything i just took a carry-on in a backpack so i was able to step right off i went right outside and i got picked up that was easy so i was very nervous about the whole experience especially once, especially once i landed in vegas from getting to where i needed to go to get a cab to getting to the hotel because i was all by myself and i had never traveled on my own before so that was a concern but it was all easy enough it's 
very easy to find a cab. It's easy. Like you've got Uber and Lyft drivers right there, both at the airport and at your at your hotel. They'll be there in like two minutes. So that whole process is easy. It's just I've never done any of that before. Not in a big enough place to have to do any of that. I had taken one Uber in my life before this weekend or last weekend. And that was it. But the process itself was was uh, easy enough. Mm. I didn't have to at Southwest Airlines asking about the delay or anything. Mm. Which is the true test of of how bad your delay is if you have to add them. Very true. As we know. Listen, if you have to add any company, then you know it's bad. Like that one time I had to add Domino's for them for getting the garlic on no, my crust. No garlic on your damn crust. No garlic on my crust. But it wasn't just no garlic on my crust. It was no garlic on Colin's crust That's either. Right. Like, That's true. Ugh. Like, why even deliver a pizza if you're not going to put the garlic on the crust? I only, I had, I'm pretty sure when I got Domino's in college, I only had the thin crust. I don't think there was garlic on that. So I didn't know that it was a thing that they put garlic on their crust. Yeah, their garlic crust is like the thing they're known for. Mm. Wait, Jay, have we not had this rain on the pod? I don't think this ever got mentioned on the pod. Okay. All right. Let me tell you, all right, I think we're good with WingerCon stuff. He'll have another episode where he yes. dives more into stuff. Um, let's talk about the establishment of Domino's, okay? Formerly known as Domino's Pizza, now they're just called as Domino's. This is an establishment that I have enjoyed for the last couple of years that we've had them. At least the last four, five or so time, uh, like years Maybe, you know, earlier than that, but, you know, Domino's has been good for a while, okay? So imagine my surprise when a couple weeks ago, my family orders Domino's pizza. We expect, well, surely it'll come with the garlic crust. I expect nothing different. It's come every single time that we've ordered a Domino's pizza. So we order our pizza, and, and the first issue comes when they say, your pizza has been delivered. I go outside, and there's no pizza there. It's not in the door. It's not in the, like, patio area, whatever that... It's not like a backyard, but I guess, like, the backyard area, the side yard, if you want to call it. It's not over there. I check inside the, the, the mailbox, see if they somehow fit a pizza in there. Two pizzas, actually. Nothing. So I'm like, oh, what, what's the deal? Did they just rob us of a pizza? Because I know that that's happened where they'll say, hey, your pizza was delivered, and then they'll just take it. So I was like, no, 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 no. Mother, call Domino's and let them know that our pizza is not here, and we demand answers. So they call the Domino's, okay? Mother calls the Domino's, and they say, well, yeah, it says it's been delivered. That's really weird. What well, What is it? They called the driver. The driver said that they had marked the order as delivered when they were still delivering other pizzas. Like, who marks a pizza delivered if it's not delivered? Sent me into a panic. I was about to not give them a tip. I was furious. So anyway, we we wait for the pizzas to come in, okay? The pizzas finally arrive. I'm like, all right, whatever. Give, give the person a tip. Take the pizzas. One was a thin crust pepperoni black olives, I think. The other one was pepperoni ham and bacon, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, but 
so we take the pizzas in. I get a slice. I'm eating, and I'm like, yeah, this is good pizza. But uh, I get to the crust. There's no garlic on there. There is no garlic on the crust of the pizza. I'm like, hold on, hold on. What is going on here? First, they, they said our pizza was delivered when it wasn't. Then it was late. And now the pizza's wrong? Like, there's no garlic on the crust? Then why even deliver a pizza? So I, I say to mother, I'm like, hey, did, did you get garlic on your crust? And she's like, no. So then I go and I check the pizza. There's no garlic on the crust. I'm like, man, I'm already upset. But I was informing our friends of this in real time. So Colin, our friend who, you know, he's been on streams and stuff with us before. He also gets a Domino's pizza. He, the pizza arrives. He checks it. There's no garlic. There's no garlic on the crust. Domino's, what are you doing? You skipping out on the garlic? You, you think because of the, the way that inflation has happened, you say, oh, gas prices are six bucks now. I guess we can't put garlic on a pizza. Like, wh what's the logic in that? Maybe it was just a slip of the tongue. But the fact that it happened to two people the same night in different states, this is a conspiracy theory. I fully believe that Domino's is out to just completely stop putting garlic on crust. And if that's the case, I will not be returning to Domino's because it is unacceptable for them to not have their garlic crust. It, it's disgusting. You just lost a customer, Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. Shame. We're going to go to Papa John's shame. instead, Domino's. We're going we're gonna to get the racist pizza. We're going to stick it to you. Yeah. I do like Papa John's, though. I'm sorry. Ugh. Ugh. Papa John's, I, I like Papa John's. So painfully Papa John's is mediocre. Pizza Hut. Oh, it's better God, than Pizza no. Hut, in my opinion. Fuck no. No, it, it is 100% it better. It is not than better pizza than Pizza Hut. Hut. Jesus Christ. It is better Papa than John's pizza crust Hut. is the fucking worst. Nah, it's actually pretty good. Ugh. Jesus. Ugh. I, I like. Listen, Pizza Hut, of the chains, Pizza Hut is my least favorite. Then. Papa John's than Domino's of the big three. We'll put Little Caesars in between Papa John's and Domino's, and then Costco we'll put towards the top. Never had Costco. We're a Sam's Club mm, family. Costco. Ah, oh God. Sam's Club, Sam's Club pizza sucks. It's fine. Costco pizza, on the other hand, is good. You can't beat that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you can't beat that Costco price, though. You really can't. Mm-hmm. Elena, Listen, Elena, when, Elena when I don't agree that Pizza Hut's the best, but it is at least much better than Papa John's. Listen, when Little Caesars is out pizzaing the hut, you know your pizza's not good anymore. Never had it's Little Caesars, not. I can't speak on that. It, but, what is everyone, but what does everyone say? Oh, bro, Little Caesars sucks. Little Caesars is so cheap tasting. It tastes like cardboard. This isn't good pizza. It out pizza the hut. What, what do you want to say? It out pizza the hut. And you, you think that's indisputable fact that it out pizza the hut? It it literally out pizza the hut. Literally. Literally. <laughs> literally it out pizza the hut. I don't know sure. what you want me to say. Sure. Anyways, buy local pizzas. They're better most of the time. If I had local pizzas, I would. Yeah. We have a couple here that I like getting over a, a chain. Anyway, Domino's, get your shit together. And then I did tweet at Domino's. You did. They DM'd you, didn't they? 
they did dm me after they started asking like oh can we get like your address and like the order have you contacted the store and i'm like all right i don't actually want to go through with this it was funny when it was funny in the moment wait you never replied no not after the second time oh. I, I will read you the interaction that I had with them because it's actually really funny. It is. I, me- I remember, I don't right, remember the so, specifics. I remember it was funny. So, so this is what I said. I said, this is a rare occasion where I'm disappointed in the brand. <laughs> As a loyal customer, I was disappointed to have a miscommunication with our order causing us to panic. On top of that, the lack of garlic crust was a letdown on our usual order. We want to keep supporting, dot, dot, dot. To which Domino's responded with, I understand, period. Thank you for DMing us, period. Have you contacted the local store about this? May I also have your name, phone number, email, and store info. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to go any further with this. It, it was funny for the bit, but now I'm done with it. I don't actually care that much. You could have gotten some free pizza out of this, is all I'm saying. Prob- probably I could have. But would it have been worth it without the garlic crust? If there was exactly, exactly, <laughs> why would I, why would I go through the hassle of putting in this whole complaint through Domino's if they're just going to turn their backs and then shit on my pizza again with no garlic crust? I don't know. You tell me. It's not worth it. It's just not. I'm glad you got this off your chest. I, I needed to get those off my yeah, chest. Okay? I had totally forgotten about this until you mentioned it. Now, Nick, here's a question for you. What pizza was the most recent sponsor of the Ninja Turtles? Was it Pizza Hut? It was indeed Pizza Hut. At say, least for the Bay films. Yeah. For the Bay films, it was Pizza Hut. I don't know how Which, egregious that product placement was. Was it better or worse than like Sonic Olive Garden product placement? I don't remember because I don't remember those movies. I I remember them enough, but I don't remember product placement in them. Okay. I'm not doing a commentary of those to find out, by the way. I'm not doing it. It's okay. I'll find someone who will do a commentary for the Ninja Turtles movies with me. I almost rewatched all of them. Of course you did. I was about to. I was searching for where each of them were, and I was like, all right, so I can start with this one, and then I'll go through these ones. And then we'll go to TMNT in 2007. And then we'll do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What is it? 2014? Yeah. And then we'll do right, and then we'll do uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows in 2016. See, I almost did it. See, we brought it full circle. Back to the beginning. Look at us. We're storytellers. Look at us. And look, we got it done in under two hours. We did. Because we're going to do like four hours talking about WangerCon. Yeah, but I'm about to go play some Fall Guys. I, I'm literally about to hit stop recording and then play some Fall Guys. Yeah, I got nothing else. Nothing else that can't exactly. wait for the next episode. Yeah, so if you want to join me, that's what I'll be doing right now. I might. Jay saying Shredder's Revenge is S tier. I agree. It's in contention for my favorite game of the year so far. I can't say that. What else has come out this year? We had Wonderlands come out. Uh oh, we had what did I play? Uh, Lego Star Wars. That's Lego not Star that's not my game of good. the year. But what else do we have? There's definitely like a big game that I loved this year that I'm missing. Uh, what did I play see. on Game Pass? This Video year? games 2022. I didn't play Elden Ring. Uh, Diablo. No, Horizon Forbidden West. Tunic. Scorn. Tam Tam. Nope. <laughs> 
Let's see. Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, really? I'm, I'm trying. No, I'm just trying to think of the games that I bought this year. Uh, Arceus, I think, was this um, year. That's not my I'm game of looking. the year. But yeah, you played Arceus. You played Nobody Saves the World, which is not your game of the year. Probably not. But that was also MLB, um, MLB the Show 22. Yeah. Precisely why I'm like this is bro. This might be my game of the year so far. Is Ninja Turtles? It's been a bad year. It's it's been a lackluster year because everything got delayed. I'm looking through and all everything the supposedly coming out in the fall and might also get delayed. We still don't know when God of War is coming out. Apparently, it's October 10th. Supposedly, we were supposed to get a reveal today, and then that got pushed back. I I don't know if this game is actually coming. Oh, out Kirby's this. my game we'll, of the year we'll so far. We'll find out soon enough. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby is the star of the show. That was a great Kirby, game. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Yes, Kirby is good. There we go. I'm like, there was definitely a game that I really liked that I bought early in the year. It was that. Yeah, I I figured it was something on Switch. It's not a particularly good year for the Switch either. It it pains me not that yet. three of the last four <laughs> years, their big holiday title is fucking Pokemon. Pokemon. I need something else. Something else to keep me going for the Switch, because this is not this this year's lineup is not it. Well, you'll be able to play Mario Rabbids Star Kingdom that Kingdom All Stars Star Battle, whatever the name of the new one is. Uh-huh. I still want to play the first one. I have it, I just never played it. Yeah. Elena still needs to play Arceus. <sighs> that was like six months ago, Elena. You should stream. I would I would watch. Did it? Did I talk about Did I talk about Brilliant Diamond, by the way? Um, you might have mentioned that you bought it. I don't know how much you talked about it. Yeah, so I got Pokemon Brilliant Diamond because I wanted to play a game with Piplup in it. Because I love Piplup. My son, my son Ploplup, Plumplup, sometimes as I call him. Um so I bought Brilliant Diamond, and I've been playing through that slowly. And by slowly I mean I haven't even done the first uh, gym yet. Yeah, the, 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 I feel like you buy games. I like, and you I play like Diamond for, and Pearl. You buy games, you play them for a half hour, then you never play them again. At least on Switch. I feel like you've bought like five no. Switch games in the time that uh, we've known Switch, each other. On Switch, probably. Yeah. Yes, on Switch, probably. But everywhere else, I'll put in two, three hours or so. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And it's not that I stop playing them because I'm bored or that they aren't good. I just move on to the next thing. Yeah. I've gotten, you talk about how you're ADD or OCD, whatever you said about about just playing through a bunch of games at the same time. I used to be that way. I've gotten much better about it. If I'm playing, not necessarily a story-based game, but like at least a single-player game that has a campaign, I have to finish that before I move on to the next thing. That's, that's what I do. That's what I have to train myself to do now. And it's worked out much better for me. I feel like I get through my backlog much, much quicker this way. If I just focus for a week or whatever on a game, then... That's better for me. I'm more more likely to finish more stuff, and I'm more more likely to actually finish the next thing that I play. So, yeah, Harley's saying Saints Row reboot and Forspoken look good for later this year. Looking forward to those. I agree with Forspoken. Saints Row has never really been my thing. I think I have three or four on my Xbox. Uh, so yeah, I I'm definitely looking forward to Forspoken. That's that and God of War are probably the main things that I'm looking forward to for the rest of the year. Yeah, I've never but played then, I've never Jay, played a Saints Row. Yeah. Jay brought up something that I completely forgot to talk about. High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three is coming out this year. Now, Nick, you can go ahead and tune out. 
Um, so when High School Musical, the musical, the series season one came out, me and my friends started watching it as a joke because we were like, oh yeah, this show, it's going to be bad. Like, we're not going to like it. We'll watch it as a joke and we'll shit on it. Okay. So we started it up that morning because we were going to save Mando for later in the night. So we get up at like 6 a.m. because my friend is on the East Coast. So we have to coordinate with him. Uh, so we get up early. We start watching it. And we're like, wait, why is this kind of good? And we watched every episode after that together. And then we actually saw the finale together, like in person, because my friend had come down. And that was just like really cool. Now, at the time, I was going through shit. I was not in a good place. I wasn't like suicidal or anything like that, but I was very much in a low. And for some reason, that show hit a specific itch for me that I fell in love. On top of that, it's a good cast of people. You know, obviously, you had Olivia Rodrigo. You had, um, what you may call it, Joshua Bassett. He was in there as well. Um, you had one cameo from the first movie that came out. That, yeah, the, fir- the first. You had one cameo in season one from the original trilogy of movies. And that was Ryan. He showed up. And that was cute. But for some reason, that show actually actually had like a uh, a good story, some likable characters, some fun moments. It's cheesy as hell, but I enjoy it. Then season two came out and we were already excited because we liked the first season. But then everything with all the drama happened. <laughs> it was rough. So yeah, at that within season one and season two, Olivia Rodrigo had put out her song "Driver's License," and then that sparked all the drama between her and Joshua Bassett. So there was all that drama that happened, and then you can kind of tell that season two was made in COVID because it absolutely sucks. It is not good. The writing takes a major hit. The characters are not likable for most of it. Um. The music is not as good. It was just a lot lesser of a season. So when season two ended and we had already seen that Olivia Rodrigo was already a big star at that point, we were like, well, she's probably not coming back for season three. Is the show over? They announced season three. They announced it's Frozen, which I hate. I hate Frozen. It's not good. But I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll see. Uh, Some things come out and I'm like, "Uh, I'm not really vibing with this. The trailer came out either yesterday or two days ago. For some reason, that trailer is channeling season one energy. It is, it's funny. It's looking like lively. The characters have energy again. They're not all in like one specific spot because season two was contained mostly to the school or like a pizza parlor that they would that they would all hang out at. It looks a lot better. And I'm actually, for some reason, excited for season three because they might be on track. I think they're finally going to get a follow-up season correct. And it just sucks that they won't do High School Musical 2 or 3 because the show creator and showrunner doesn't like High School Musical 2 or 3. So it's like, just give us give us a season two. Hi, Bosnia. I see you, by the way. I'm doing well. Um... But hopefully season three is good. Olivia is no longer a main cast member. She's a special guest star. We see a couple things uh, from her, but it's uh, 
it'll be interesting to see how much she actually plays a role in given that she's been on tour for the last year or so but all in all i'm hoping season three goes well um i think portwell is gonna be fine there was a funny photo where they said the face of someone who realized that ricky bowen stole your girl again i'll send it to ej it, it was a really funny photo but i hope that it's not as melodramatic as season two it was it was rough season two was rough i have not rewatched it and i've seen season one like seven times so ultimately that's all nick you can unmute again hello Hello. 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 We need someone to go back and clip out the part where Hasbula went up right over my face. Yeah. Gotta find that. Elena, it's not my birthday yet. Stop it. Another hour. Yep. 47 minutes. Well, yeah. the minute I was born was 1236 AM. So we got another hour 23. Mm. If we want to be technical with it. But yeah. We're recording this the night before my birthday. I guess I, I guess I can yeah. mention that next next time we uh, next time we record, I'll be a year older. That's how it works. Uh, the next time we record, I think I'll also be a year older. Yeah, well, I'll probably record before then, but yeah. Well, yeah, you will be. So the next time yeah. we, as in you and I. Yes, 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 you and I. I might. Well, we'll see. I might be living elsewhere by the time we record again. Yes, maybe it might be all these hints, hints of things to come. Mm -hmm. Should we mention the big thing we might be doing? See, see, big thing we might at the end of the month ish, maybe. Oh, yeah, we might do something for the anniversary of the podcast. We'll see. Yeah, we're not married to the idea, but we had the idea. If my voice can handle it, for like not a twenty-four hour stream, but like an all-day stream, maybe on a Saturday or Sunday at the end of this month. If we're available, I'll probably do twenty four hours. I'll pop in. I'll, I'll pop in six, for like. We'll go to. <laughs> I'll pop in for like six hours here and there. I'll I'll start at six a.m. and I will end at six a.m. Okay, yeah, but if that's what we do, I would love to get as many people possible involved, as in not just in the chat, but actually on the show talking with us in segments or whatever. But we love you guys, and I want to talk to all of you again. End of next yes, month. Yes. Yeah, yeah. End of July. They're gonna get <laughs> No thanks. No, I'm good. I'm okay. Not that there's anything wrong with to... that. Yeah, I don't need to be that close to Nick is all. <laughs> yeah. Especially not right now. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, no. But that's what you have to look forward to. Yeah. Okay, we're at we're at one fifty six right now. We gotta we gotta still make it under two hours. You ready to end it? I think I'm good. Cool, let's do it. Um before we go, Jay said like two hours, or not two hours ago, but like a little over an hour ago to plug this. The Halo 2 video I did is complete. I uploaded it like a week ago. The uh, the viewership and the response has been very good. I, appreci I appreciate everybody who watched it. Thank you guys. Uh, I worked very hard on it. I spent way too much time on it. And probably a little bit later before I get to Halo 3, just because I've got other stuff going on in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, I will get to that as soon as I can. I have another video idea in mind maybe for after I move. Uh, we'll see what comes first. But thank you guys for watching. That's just the quick plug that I had. And that's all I've got. And I don't really do anything else other than this. So I hope you guys have a good one. We'll see you guys later. If you're watching this live, I'm about to stream Fall Guys. So have fun with that. I'll probably but join you. If not, 
go go watch the Twitch streams. They're fun. Yes. Uh, but that's all. That's how Manny makes his money is all I was trying to say. So watch the Twitch streams. Pay him. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.